What a difference a week makes. Last week, we were told there were no Nazi paramilitary groups or bioweapons labs in Ukraine, and then suddenly, for more than a week, the fake news media insisted on two main narratives about the ongoing Russian military invasion of Ukraine. One, there were no Nazi military groups in Ukraine, and two, there were no biolabs in Ukraine, U.S.-funded or otherwise. The presence of Nazi groups operating in eastern Ukraine on behalf of the Kiev government in the internal conflict between western and eastern Ukraine was one of the justifications Russian President Vladimir Putin gave for going in. It was claimed these Nazi groups have been used as the thuggish strongarm of the Ukrainian nationalist movement that have been committing numerous atrocities against the ethnic Russians of eastern Ukraine. The other justification was the claimed existence of numerous bioweapons labs doing experiments on deadly pathogens on Russia's borders. As soon as Putin enunciated these two justifications for his military actions in Ukraine, the Western press responded with one smothering voice to deny there were any Nazi groups backed by the Zelensky government or that any such bioweapons labs containing any deadly pathogens were in the country. The international corporate fake news fact-checkers immediately leapt to do their fact-checking and assured their audiences in various countries that this claim of bioweapons labs in Ukraine chock full of lethal pathogens was completely false, was just disinformation that Putin was spouting in order to justify his seizing of Ukrainian territory. Well, Having researched this myself a while back, I could have told anybody the reality of the privately funded fascist militias being utilized by one side in the internal civil conflict in Ukraine since 2014. They do exist. They are there. And they have been involved in many atrocities in the region that killed over 13,000 people by 2019 and several thousand more since then. Just because much of the European and Western News media avoids covering these Nazi militias most of the time doesn't change this. Any competent internet search will turn up isolated stories from past years where some news media reporters did call attention to some disturbing things they were seeing on the ground in eastern Ukraine as they reported on the country's internal conflict between Ukrainian ultranationalists and the ethnic Russian Donbass region of Ukraine which has rejected the corrupt Kiev government and has been seeking to rejoin the Russian Federation. In one such example, an NBC News report detailed how German public broadcaster ZDF showed video footage in 2014 of what were purported to be Ukrainian soldiers clearly displaying Nazi insignia on their uniforms. As the NBC News story went on to elaborate, these were not really official Ukrainian military. Instead, these men were members of what were euphemistically described as volunteer battalions who were reinforcing the government side in the civil war that had recently broken out in eastern Ukraine. Where these non-official military volunteer battalions came from, who has been funding and equipping them with weapons, and what they've been doing for the past couple of years both in and outside Ukraine is a fascinating story in itself. Fake news can try to suppress the truth, but eventually it will emerge into the daylight and sometimes it will emerge in a very unexpected fashion.
After almost a week and a half of stridently denying there were any bioweapons labs in Ukraine, Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs Victoria Nuland suddenly confessed, under questioning by Senator Marco Rubio, that there are indeed several biolabs inside Ukraine with deadly pathogens stored in them. What you see there is called a controlled explosion. You're about to have to admit something really bad. But you try to find a way to frame the admission you are about to make in a manner that minimizes the fallout. The framing Rubio and Newlin use for making the admission that there actually are deadly bioweapons labs in Ukraine is to present it in a way that Russia, Russia, Russia immediately becomes the problem to pull attention away from the fact that all these assholes up until five minutes ago were insisting there were no biolabs in Ukraine. Despite the fact that Rubio and Newland had let the cat out of the bag the previous day before the cameras in the U.S. Congressional Chamber, the denial machinery already in place continued to churn away, as evinced by this National Post headline and story from the National Post. EU says Russia reports of biolabs in Ukraine likely disinformation, March 9, 2022. Brussels. The European Union said on Wednesday it doubted the credibility of Russian government claims it had uncovered a military biological program in Ukraine, saying that Moscow had a history of spreading disinformation about biological weapons. The credibility of information provided by Kremlin is in general very doubtful and low, EU Foreign Affairs spokesperson Peter Stano said. The illusion has been broken. Half the fake news media in the service of compromised Western governments are scrambling to deal with the controlled explosion Newland and Rubio did in the congressional hearing yesterday, while the other half is still frantically issuing complete denials and shouting disinformation. Their gears are grinding as they suddenly have to keep spinning in circles and throwing out new narratives that cancel out the narratives they were spinning just the day before. And that's a beautiful thing. When they changed their narratives by the month, more of the sheep woke up. When they were forced to start changing the narratives by the week, even more sheep started waking up. Now that they are being forced to grind their gears and almost lock up their engines, changing their narrative by the day, which is, guess what? Causing even more sheep to wake up. What happens when they have to start changing their false narratives by the hour? It's coming. And it's going to be interesting to watch.